In Mark chapter 14, beginning in verse 53, we read, And they led Jesus to the high priest. And all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together, and Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. And he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. Yet even about this, their testimony did not agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Jesus has been seized by the Jewish authorities and they're putting him on trial in the middle of the night and the verdict is already decided. They are looking for a reason to put Jesus to death because otherwise the fact that they have hastily met for a trial, yet can't even find testimony that would hold up in court to condemn him with, might cause them to pause and think, maybe we've got this wrong. Maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Maybe we should listen a little more carefully to what Jesus is saying, but that's not what happened. Even though to the objective observer, these really weren't very compelling things Jesus was being accused of, even though the various witnesses were even contradicting each other with their description of Jesus' alleged crimes. The Jewish leaders continue to push forward, challenging Jesus to just answer to these things that he was being accused of, things that were false, things that were absurd, nonsensical, contradictory things that were just inconsistent with who Jesus was, with what he was there in Jerusalem to do. Yet Jesus remained silent. Even when prompted to respond by his leaders, Jesus didn't say a word. Now appreciate what we've come to know about Jesus up till now in Mark's gospel, because Jesus wasn't shy. Jesus had no trouble telling them exactly what he thought. Jesus wasn't holding back because he was afraid to talk in front of the Jewish leaders because we've already seen numerous instances where the hard-heartedness of the religious elite have made Jesus angry, so he speaks up. He had just had in the days prior to this some of these same people come up and confront him in the temple in the middle of a big crowd, questioning him on his authority for the things that he was teaching and doing. And Jesus put them to silence by the way that he so wisely and ably responded to their questions. And he answered even their nonsensical questions. So why then did Jesus stay quiet here? How then? Did Jesus stay quiet here? Because you know 
He had some thoughts about what was going on. You know, he had to have some sort of feelings for what he was being subjected to, for the attitude that the Jewish leaders were throwing at him. Well, Jesus had a larger purpose that he was working on, a purpose that was bigger than himself, that was bigger than just showing himself to be right to these guys. He was wanting to accomplish God's will. And at this moment, that meant being quiet. That meant not responding, not retaliating, not threatening as he received lies and accusations being tossed at him. That meant staying silent even though he, as God's son, was being treated with incredible disrespect because he was looking beyond that moment and the pain that was in it and looking ahead to something so much more that God was going to accomplish. You know, Peter, sitting out there in the courtyard with the guards warming himself by the fire, would remember that night for a long time to come. And in fact, the Spirit would inspire him to invoke it in a letter that he would later write towards the end of the New Testament, 1 Peter, when in the second chapter, he describes exactly what we can take away from how Jesus handled this situation. He left us an example. When we look at how Jesus handled that night and all of the wrong that was being done, all of the insults and abuse being hurled at him, we can learn from his example for how we should face unjust suffering. And sometimes that means just being silent. Every comment someone makes doesn't need a reply. Every accusation someone levies doesn't need a rebuttal. Sometimes when our focus is on doing God's will, the very best thing we can do in a difficult situation is to just be quiet, to just control ourselves, to remember that no matter what anyone else thinks, God knows our hearts, God knows who we are, and what He wants to accomplish is what matters more than